Let's start. Because <laughs> I'll sit here all day reading two chains lyrics. <laughs> I'll sit here all day reading two chains lyrics. I will. Two uh, chains is underappreciated. <laughs> no! Podcast about all things geeky and possibly dorky. He is Justin. Hey. And I'm Travis. And together, we're just a couple of nerds. A couple of nerds. Nerds. I think if they haven't figured out we're nerds by now, they're not going to. Oh, you don't know we're nerds? I could have swore I could have swore you knew we are nerds. I could have swore. I could have dropped a F. A swear. I love when people say uh, swears. Like they're like, no swears. Do you do you say cursing or cussing? Um, I used to say cuss words like strictly, and now I kind of rotate between uh curse, curse and swears. Mm. No swears. Some of my favorite people in the world are people who can, um, they can replace curse words with like something funny. <laughs> like instead of saying, I don't know, fuck, they say flipping. <laughs> <laughs> but like they, they've successfully like adapted their vocabulary to where like that's like they don't have to think. About, yeah, it like, just comes not, out. It, yeah, it's just natural. Like, I applaud those people. They, they're doing, they're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> really, <laughs> they're going to heaven. <laughs> uh, I used to make it a habit to say things like "freaking ass" or like "you fucking butthead." Like, it would, it always be like a swear, and then just a normal word like "you, <laughs> you little jerk ass." <laughs> And uh, I thought that was really funny. And Or there was a period of time where I thought it was really funny to, like, censor myself. Oh, like, my God. So I would, <laughs> I, I'd be like, this mother f- piece of sh- Gosh darn it. And then I specifically remember I was hanging out with... Uh, a few friends in my early 20s and something happened and I said instinctively said off one of them said what did you say (laughs) and I said off you mean fuck right yeah but you said yes I'm like I, I just said I just asked, what is so confusing here, bud? <laughs> we both know what's going on. You're not understanding the disconnect here? 
<laughs> you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> also, real quick, top five commercial of all time. Who are you calling the cootie queen? You lint liquor. <laughs> that is a classic commercial. I am very fond of this. Well, I was. Um, I'm very fond of a new commercial. I, I can't even remember who. Oh, I can't even remember what it's like, what company it's for. But they say like, oh, man, I just shipped my pants. And they're talking about like actually shipping it like to the store. But it just sounds like they're saying shit my pants. And I appreciate that. I like it. But then, uh, I. All right. I have a big problem now with YouTube. I was trying to watch a video about video games. And I had to sit through eight advertisements. Oh, God. To get. I think I had only gotten maybe five, ten minutes into the video, and then there was eight advertisements. And I couldn't skip any of them. Oh, jeez. You either get you either get situations like that where you can't skip them, or the ads always play at the most inconvenient time in the video. So there, there's this YouTube channel called Gracie's Corner, where you know it's his father. He he makes like these um, little animated videos, and his daughter like sings the songs, and my daughter loves him like and he he has these like compilation videos where it's like 45 minutes of Gracie's Corner where it's just like song after song after song after song which is convenient because like if if I'm trying to do something like I can you know put that on it'll keep it distracted for a few minutes so I can do what I need to do right the problem is the ads play in the middle of the songs instead of just like play in between the songs. <laughs> there should be know. there should be someone's job to make sure the ads go. Oop, sorry. Uh excuse me. Uh There somebody's job should be to watch YouTube videos and place the ads in <laughs> sections where it isn't like an inconvenience or it doesn't disrupt the flow. Yeah, or or give the actual content creator the the, the power to place to, the ads. Yeah, because it, I mean, I feel like that's a huge workload to even if you have a team of people, I mean, you imagine how many YouTube videos are uploaded on a daily basis. And granted a lot of them probably aren't monetized anyway, but I mean, that that's a tall task to try to Right. To, I'm not saying they're going to get they're not going to get every video, but yeah. your idea is better to place it in the uh the hands of the content creators. I also feel like YouTube has made ads a lot more con- inconvenient since they've rolled out the the YouTube Premium where you just don't have ads whatsoever. Yeah. And, and they also and they also put in the feature where like YouTube will play if you close the app. I mean, honestly, I YouTube is probably the app that I'm on the most on my phone, so I probably should just go ahead and get that subscription because I did have a free trial a few months ago, and it was amazing. <laughs> just like not having ads, it was it was amazing. So my my yeah. my beef with that is YouTube makes so much money off like clicks, and I'm sure they 
I imagine they're very well off. So the idea that they need more money is just kind of baffling to me. Yeah, and it also seems like a vast majority of the content creators on YouTube, they aren't, they're not making any significant money from ad revenue. Most of them who are doing it, you know, at full time, they're making the majority of their money um, with subscriptions, like to their yeah. Patreon or memberships through YouTube. Like that's how they make their living. They're really not, they're not seeing much in terms of ad revenue. Whereas back in the day, I mean, that was, they, people were making a lot of money. Yeah, because the they, didn't, they didn't have the cap. Like now you have to have a certain amount of subscribers and likes and like views to make money. And now, and back then, you know, there were no restrictions on it. So to be, to be an early YouTube content creator was, uh, was probably a, a very good thing. Yeah. And not well, that we, it isn't now, but it's just, there's yeah. a lot more loopholes to get through. Yeah. Well, we say all that to say, uh, subscribe to the Nerds Collide YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bit behind on uploading the episodes over there, but we'll like, catch up. Like, subscribe, follow, comment on the official YouTube. I think YouTube uh, I think, channel. <laughs> I think episodes one through four are up there. Maybe five. Hey, we're getting there. Yeah, okay. we're a bit behind. We're listen, man. We're a two man operation. And really, Travis does a lot of the YouTube stuff. So that's a one-man operation. Yeah, way to kick me while I'm down. No, no, I'm saying... Travis is in charge of what we're behind on. (laughs) I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) I know. I I mean, to be fair, I still have not given you the... Timestamps for episode eight. For episode eight. (laughs) And, dear listener, we are now on episode 11 well, also, to be fair, I have the videos done for six and seven. I just have not uploaded them. <laughs> but I, I do have I have sort of a valid excuse. Yeah, let's get into that. What is your valid excuse? <laughs> well, I've been in the process of moving for like the past two months. And the move is finally over with. Finally, yeah. finally getting settled into the new place. Um, Travis moved. Travis moved. I don't know if it's any... Well, it's something to celebrate because it's over. This is by far the most stressful and painful move. Because I decided to move myself. Oh, I should say me and my fiancé decided to move ourselves. That was your first mistake, brother. Well, so the idea was... Obviously, coming off of being suspended for a week, losing that week's income, our daughter's first birthday is coming up, which, by the way, my daughter is 11 months old today, and I'm it, I'm, I'm holding back tears. Aww. <laughs> yeah. She grew up so fast. So her, her, one, her birthday is coming up soon, and, you know, when I was pricing out movers, it was going to be like fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks, and that's not including like tip or anything. I was like, you know, I could spend that, or I could apply that to my daughter's birthday, and we can have this really great birthday. Are you, are you one of those? Uh, are you a new parent who's going to go all out on the first birthday? Yes. Like, 
take him take him to a where the fuck do kids go for birthdays? Chuck E. Cheese still? So I'm not going to Chuck E. Cheese. I think what we're going to do is... So my daughter really lo- likes the water. Like, she loves bad side. So we're going to take her to this water park that ha- uh, down here that has um, this really nice kids area. And um, it's like one of those indoor water parks where like they have like a resort in there so you can get a room for the night. So we're going to do that, and then I think we're also going to go to the aquarium down here as well. Ooh. Yeah, because, you know, it's just me and my fiancé down here. We don't have right. any family down here, so we're just, you know, it's just going to be low-key, just kind of be us. But, yeah, it's going to be fun. That sounds cool. Spend the night at a hotel, get the little pool time in, go to aquarium. That's not, like, as extravagant. That's not as extravagant as I thought. You were gonna go. Well, I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go crazy and decorate the the hotel room. Are you gonna put up five birthday trees? <laughs> That's a sore spot for me right now. Uh oh. Because I know you're making a reference to how many Christmas trees I put up, and in the, in the new place, I, I think I only have room for two. So again, you know, Justin's kicking me while I'm down. Aww. <laughs> no, um, no, I'm gonna. I'm Travis, gonna, you fucking suck. I, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go crazy with balloons. Nice. Um. So last year when we had our baby shower, I actually taught myself how to make a balloon arch from scratch. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do a you know balloon arch and then. Yeah, I'm just gonna decorate decorate the room up. It'll be fun. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. But yeah, back to the move. It was uh, <laughs> so it wasn't so bad because our our new apartment is on the first floor, so I really didn't have to deal with any any steps or anything. But the 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 way my apartment is situated in the complex, it's like I gotta walk. Where I had to park the U-Haul, I had to, like, walk all the way around the building. And again, you know, me and my fiancé, we, we've only been down here, we moved down here three years ago. Man, it's going on four. I can't um, believe it's been that long, honestly. Yeah, it's, it time flies. So, but anyway, we really didn't have anybody to help us. And, you know, with with Leia, she had to you know, obviously watch out for her. So I had to move a lot of this stuff and we ended up finding like a good system. Like I would bring the stuff in and then she would, you know, put it where it needs to go or uh, unpack it while I was bringing it in. But so here's the thing. The big stuff was easy. I got all the big stuff in the first load, like dresser, bed, couches, washing machine, dryer, like all that, all that stuff was easy. It was the second and third load that was a pain in the ass because it was all the boxes, all the totes. And so I had to do it over the course of a few days. And the second day when I went to get the pick up the U-Haul, because I didn't want to keep the U-Haul overnight because it was just going to be more money. Right. And I didn't do it days back to back. We did it one day and then the next day I had to go to work. And then the day after that we finished up. So when I went to pick up the U-Haul the second time, 
when I did my reservation, I did you know the U-Haul truck and then I did the uh the dollies. So that I could easily, you know, I could put three, four, five boxes on a dolly, push it into the house. And they specifically put me at to pick up at this U-Haul that was further away <laughs> because they had the equipment. I get there and they didn't have the equipment. They didn't have any of the dollies. <laughs> Which they actually, it actually happened to me the first, the first time, but they actually ended up finding one. That's so goddamn annoying. It is. And you know, I'm, I'm typically not a short tempered person, but I ended up just like spazzing out <laughs> on the U-Haul people. Cause like they were being jerks about it too. I was like, okay. So I flipped out on them and then I left. So what I ended up doing was like, okay. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just leave. <laughs> so I ended up just stopping at Home Depot. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to grab a dolly and then I can return it later. <laughs> so I just grabbed the $50 dolly. I'm like, okay, this will be enough. This dolly was the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> it literally did not work at all. <laughs> You put any type of weight on it, and it, it was supposed to be rated for, like, 150 pounds. I put two boxes on the thing, and it just, like, it, it kind of, like, it was one that folds, and, like, so you can store it. You put any amount of weight on it, and it just, like, folded up. Like an accordion folding up, baby. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, I think, honestly, the most stressful part of the move, though, was moving the fish. Moving the fishes. The fishies. Yeah, yeah, the little fishies. <laughs> I, I guess now is as good a time as ever, because I've been, I've been meaning to talk about my fish for, for a while. <laughs> kinda, I got kind of a, a cautionary tale, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Don't own fish. <laughs> no, do, because it's, it, it, it's fun. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Have, have you ever had a pet goldfish? <laughs> I had one fish one time there was a carnival by my house when i was i think i was about five or six my family took me there was a little game where you could win a goldfish and i won one i won one goldfish and (laughs) i really loved the animated show life with louie which is based on uh, the comedian Louis Anderson's childhood. That show's great because all the animation of the other children, like they look like normal children. And then the animation for Louis, the, you know, uh, the main character based off Louis Anderson, looks like they took Louis Anderson's 40 year old face and put it on a child's body. So it's just kind of disturbing, uh, but really funny. Anyway, in the show, he had a pet goldfish named Pepper. And so I won this goldfish. <laughs> My parents asked me what I was going to name the goldfish, and I said salt. <laughs> and then I loved the salt for the four hours that salt was alive. Oh, and then shit. and then salt died. And uh had to flush that boy down the toilet. Okay, so that's the thing, right? Like when we were growing up, that that's kind of like a lot of people's introduction introduction to fish, right? You get a you win a goldfish at at the fair, and and you get it in a little baggie, and then 
you know, you go get a little cheap fish bowl and you put it in there. And that is so wrong. (laughs) Okay, so here's the story, right? Months ago, I'm probably like six months ago, my fiance had the idea like, hey, let's go get some, uh, some goldfish for Leia. She'll, you know, she'll be able to look at them or whatever. I'm like, okay. So, you know, we go to our local PetSmart, I think it was. Yeah, it was PetSmart. So we're like, okay, we're going to get just, you know, a few uh, feeder goldfish, 35 cent. You know, no big deal. We'll get a little a little bowl. <laughs> and the lady who was getting the fish was like, no. <clears throat> These things are going to get like six, six inches big. You need a 20-gallon tank. I'm like, what? They stay small, don't they? It's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, and this is my first mistake. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to get this little, you know, little uh, two-gallon uh, aquarium now, and then I'll upgrade it later. The lady was like, okay, but don't wait too long. I'm like, okay, weird old lady in PetSmart, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, what do you know? So... Like I said, I I knew nothing about fish whatsoever. I thought you just put them in the bowl and, you know, I knew that you needed to filter the water, but, like, the aquarium came with the filter. So we put the, you know, we put the goldfish in there, and I think I was just putting, like, distilled water in there, (laughs) which was, like, they were okay. So one thing about goldfish is they're extremely messy. Like, they, they produce a lot of waste. So I was constantly cleaning that little aquarium. And then a few weeks down the line, I'm like, okay, let's uh, let's go get something bigger for them so, you know, they can grow. Because, you know, if you, keep, if you keep a fish in a small environment, they won't grow, but their internal organs will still grow, and then, you know, obviously they'll die. So I go and I get this... Uh, like 10 gallon aquarium kit that comes with everything it comes with the aquarium the lid light filter everything i set that up and then i'm like okay i'm not getting 10 gallons of distilled water to pour in here (laughs) so they they make this water conditioner that makes tap water safe for fish okay so i you know i filled it up with uh tap water put that in there put the uh goldfish in there and uh, I take a nap, wake up, fishies are dead. <laughs> How many fish are we talking about? It was two goldfish okay. still at this point. So I'm like, man, what the hell happened? It was clean water. I, I think I shocked them. I think the water was uh, too cold because at this point I did not have a heater in in the water, which that's another mistake. Tropical fish, you need a heater. The water needs to be like 78-something degrees. So that's kind of like lesson number one, like... <laughs> And and that's going to be, like, the theme of this whole story is just, like, me making mistakes and then learning from them. Kind <laughs> of is... like this show. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like life, actually. Right. So, um, so, but at that point, I didn't know what killed the fish. And the only thing I could think of was, like, okay, maybe it was just the water conditioner. Maybe I didn't put enough in or whatever. And then that's when I found out that you have to, like, test your water for like a bunch of different things. So I get these test strips, test the water, and like the test strips say the water is fine. I'm like, okay. But now I feel bad because, you know, I killed the fish. How did, so it, then, uh, how did your fiance react to that? 
Well, she was sad too. She's just like, you bastard. No. <laughs> she know I didn't do it on purpose. And that was like another thing. <laughs> Wouldn't like, that be funny though if you were like, oops. <laughs> and that was actually another thing that I was doing wrong is when I was changing like the water in the fish tank, I was taking I was taking the fish out of the tank and then cleaning the entire tank, draining all the water, rinsing everything off, putting new water in. More of that in a minute. So then we go get some more fish. And this time we get guppies. Because in, in a 10-gallon tank, I got like seven guppies. Ooh. How much are guppies? So, um, They're like $2 a piece. Oh. They're, yeah, okay. they're they're actually pretty cheap. And, you know, you can find some, some really colorful ones that are actually really nice. So I ended up getting some guppies. And, you know, for a few days, they were fine. And then slowly, one by one... They started dropping off. <laughs> so I'm like, man, what the hell is going on here? I actually think I remember you telling me this portion of the story. Yeah. We were saying that uh, the guppies were dropping dropping like flies, dropping like yep. fish flies. So I started just trying to like pay attention to their behavior, and I noticed that they were hanging around at the top of the aquarium. So just you know, Googling, seeing what's going around. Or what's going on, rather. I, I stumble upon what is called the nitrogen cycle. So this is kind of the big thing. And this is where kind of like the cautionary tale comes in, really. So when you set up an aquarium, you're not supposed to put fish in for a while. You You can, and there's ways around it, which maybe I'll get into, but really you need to have like the aquarium established. So here's what happens. You put you put fish in your aquarium. You put food in, you feed them. Maybe they don't eat all of the food or they eat the food and they produce waste. That waste in the water produces ammonia, which is extremely toxic to fish. Like they it's basically like the equivalent of you not being able to breathe. Like there's no oxygen in the air. You can't breathe. So what you need to do is over time in an aquarium, bacteria builds. Right. And and that bacteria turns ammonia into, let me make sure I get this right. Because it's like two words that are very similar. Okay. So the bacteria that naturally grows in your aquarium over time turns the ammonia into nitrite nitrite is still toxic to your fish but it's less toxic than ammonia okay then there's a different type of bacteria that turns the nitrite into nitrate and nitrate is still a little bit toxic to fish but as long as it's at a low level it's fine so that's like the nitrogen cycle is waste turns into ammonia the bacteria turns the ammonia into nitrate, nitrate turns into uh, or nitrite, and nitrite turns into nitrate. And then nitrate is generally safe for fish as long as you keep the level low. And how you keep the the nitrate levels low is just doing water changes regularly. How regularly are we talking? Um, so there's a lot of different schools of thought out there. Some people say do them weekly, but really it, you just, you test your water and you do them when you need them, when your nitrates are too high. Okay. You don't want to overly 
you don't want to change the water too much because it, it's a waste, really. If your nitrates aren't too high and your water looks clear, there's no need to, to do water changes. So anyway, when you set up an aquarium, you're supposed to wait until that bacteria is like in the aquarium. And the bacteria just grows on like the glass. It grows on your filter. It grows on the gravel. Anything inside the aquarium that bacteria grows on. So like one way to do it is you set up the aquarium and you just put some fish food in there and you leave it for like six weeks or however many weeks. And eventually that food will rot. It'll turn into ammonia and then the bacteria will start growing. But now they, they make products which is you it's like bacteria in a bottle and you can pour it in the water. I'm all that is that is very interesting. Also, if if this sounds really boring, dear listener, I'm sorry, but <laughs> this is like <laughs> No, this is informative, I think, cuz I know zero about fish. So, right. I think it is. Uh, so anyway, out of that first batch of guppies, I still have one that's alive. Ooh. I've managed to keep one alive. Um, because now that I knew about the nitrogen cycle, I I started to learn about these products that would help to keep, like, it it makes the ammonia or the the nitrate non toxic to the fish, so that they can continue to thrive and live until that cycle is complete. So it took roughly about six to seven weeks for for like the cycle to be complete in the aquarium meaning like the bacteria is fully grown it's fully turning the ammonia into nitrite nitrate and nitrate like everything's like as it should be and and you got to get like this $35 test kit where it, it comes with like these like little glass vials where you get some sample of the water and then you put drops in it and then it changes colors and then you put it up. It like it literally turns into like this science experiment, <laughs> which makes it like super fun, honestly. You know, as long as you're not killing fish. Um <laughs> So anyway. As long as you're not a murderer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I did unfortunately kill a lot of fish. <laughs> during this whole cycle but that's why i'm telling the story so if you ever you know think about getting a fish tank you don't go through the same things because you know no one wants to flush fish down the toilet yeah especially uh six guppies two goldfish uh and various others hold on let me, let me try to yeah, tally it in yeah, my how head. many fish have you killed travis let's see six eight ten i've killed ten Two of them aren't, weren't, so two of them were kind of my fault, but not really my fault. So here's another thing about fish that you need to know. When you have an established aquarium at home and you get new fish for it, you're supposed to quarantine those fish. Oh, like in separate a separate tank? Right. Fish get stressed out really easily. When they get stressed out, they can get sick. And one of the most common sicknesses they get is called ick. And ick appears like you fish just get these white spots all over. And there's products for you to treat it, but if you catch it too late, unfortunately, they'll pass away. So I got these two, uh, these two gouramis, which are really beautiful fish. They're they're a little bit bigger than guppies. So I got those. How is that, how's that spelled? I'm gonna look it up. Gourami. It's G O U R M I. G O U R. It's actually a uh, dwarf gouramis, is what I got. 
Let's look. No, not not an air fryer. I think I have that brand air fryer. <laughs> you just got you just got gu- guamis all over the gosh darn place. Let's look at images of the go- the guamis. Holy moly, that is a big fish. But the, you got to look at the dwarf guarami. No, yeah, but I. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I made the mistake of looking up uh, <laughs> just regular, and some guy was holding one that was about as big as him. Yeah, dwarf. yeah. Some of them get big. Dwarf guarami. The dwarf guaramis, I think they get about three to four inches. Oh yeah, that's a nice looking fish. That's a nice looking yeah. fish. So I had two of those, and unfortunately, they did get ick. They got the ick. So. I medicated the tank and but unfortunately they were they were too far gone. But luckily the guppies that were in the tank were not affected. Uh, okay, so I was going to ask, does the ick pass from fish to fish or is it just yeah. based on stress levels of each individual fish? Nope, it's highly contagious. One fish gets it, then usually the rest of the fish in the tank get it. I think I caught it early enough to where it wasn't as far developed in the guppies to where the the medication was they were able to be treated for the medication but uh unfortunately the garamis didn't make it um poor little, so then poor for a, little guys for, yeah for a while then i just had guppies um i had the one guppy that lasted from the first batch and then some others that i picked up along the way so as it sits right now i think i have four i have five guppies and two mollies. Two mollies. Uh, yep. And actually, I want to get a snail. But I'm also concerned that I already have, like, that fish tank overstocked. Because that's, like, a whole nother thing. Like, if you put too many fish in the tank, then you can crash your nitrogen cycle. Because if you put, if you overstock it, it's going to be more waste. And then the bacteria that's in there isn't able to keep up with the waste. So the ammonia spikes. And you're, then the fish die. Um, but I do want to get a snail because now I'm at a point now with the fish tank where algae is starting to grow, which it's not a bad thing. Algae is actually a sign that your aquarium is is healthy. It's just an eyesore because it's like green stuff growing. Right. Um, so I think I'm going to get a mystery snail to clean that up. Get the old mystery snail. But... Yeah, so to circle all the way back to the move. <laughs> oh, yeah. So at this, at this point, I have killed my fair share of fish. I don't want to kill any more fish. <laughs> because cause now I'm, like, really attached to the fish. I'm, like, I'm really into it. It's, like, honestly, like, it's, like, the nerdiest thing I've been into lately. It might not sound that way, you know. Oh, no, it does. Listening to it. <laughs> Dude, I'm really, I'm really fucking into fish keeping. I do love I actually, that your fiance uh, had the idea for uh, your daughter, and then it just turned into you being, being really into it. Oh no, they're still her fish. <laughs> they're still her fish. I'm gonna get my own fish though. These I actually do. These are your fish. I'm gonna show you everything there is to know about fish. Now, now leave me I, to my thirty-five gallon. To my hundred gallon wall tank, <laughs> I do have a I do have a twenty nine gallon. I I haven't I haven't set it up yet, but twenty nine gallon is really odd. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just go for thirty. 
30, so like 30 is too much. Yeah, so like the common sizes are like 10. A 20-gallon, you can get a 20-gallon high or a 20-gallon long. A 29-gallon, a 40-gallon, and the 40-gallon is called a 40-gallon breeder. Okay. Which I don't know why it's called the breeder. I mean, obviously, I mean, it, I guess it's a good size to breed fish in, whatever. That's another thing about guppies, too. If, you know, dear listener, if, if you want to get guppies, they are live bearers, and they will reproduce. Like crazy. So if you don't want that, which I didn't, just get all female or all male. I got all males. But then, like, that's also could be problematic because if you get too many, then you can start to get aggression. And then, you know, the little males will, uh, I guess, get sexually frustrated and to start chasing each other around. Holy moly. <laughs> it's funny to watch. Um, <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> so, so anyway. I just um, want to get my little dick wet. <laughs> More than it is currently. <laughs> so so yeah so this so the entire process of moving I was stressed out about moving the fish so I was like man for one to move the fish tank I gotta drain at least half of the water out which that wasn't like the only thing I was worried about was potentially crashing the cycle that I had worked so hard to establish in the tank so, yeah, the entire move I was stressing about moving the fish, and they ended up being the last thing I moved. And it actually ended up going really well. I didn't lose any fish. And I actually, in the process of moving, I changed the substrate, which is just, like, the the gravel at the bottom of the tank. Okay. Because we just had, like, some cheap gravel, and I wanted to switch it to sand. Because sand is just, um, it's a little bit more, obviously it's... Uh, what well, it's really whatever your taste is, but to me it's more aesthetically pleasing. And then also with sand, any like uh fish waste or any food will just sit on the top of the sand, as opposed to gravel. It kind of like gets in between the cracks. Oh, um, okay. So I I came across this thing, this stuff called uh black diamond blasting sand, <laughs> which is actually. Uh, sand that's made for sandblasting. Okay. But it's completely safe for your fish as long as you clean it out. And it looks really cool because it just looks like a black sand. Which if you go to like your PetSmart and you try to get a like a bag of black sand, it's like super expensive. But I paid 10 bucks for this 50 pound bag of black diamond blasting sand and cleaned it up really well and I put it in there. I'll send you a video um, afterward. Actually, you know what? I have one. I could send you now. And you can actually see. Let me look at a tank with black diamond blasting sand. About to, well, about to get blasted, fool. Ooh. Let's say you look at that. I'll show you mine. Where is it at? P- this is a Reddit post. PSA. Black diamond blasting sand works for a planted tank sub- substrate and well worth it. Man, some guy has a fucking, is growing a tree in his, in his tank with yeah. black diamond Blasting sand? Alright, I'm going to send you two videos. The first one is going to be before the move with the old substrate. And I'm going to send you one with uh, the black diamond blasting sand. Let's check out these videos. Let me check out this shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
also, if you're listening, I'll I'll actually post a, a video of the aquarium on our Instagram too. If you wanted, if you want to check that out, guys. So you'll see in the video, oh, yeah. I actually did. Okay. I did take some decorations out to to give it more of a a minimalist style. I'm uh I'm torn. I like uh I like both of those. Yeah, the the gravel the didn't gravel. look bad. Uh, I like colorful yeah. gravel. I guess. Uh, so so my idea was like the guppies and the mollies that I have. The they're really colorful. So I wanted to make them pop. Oh, and, like, right, right, be right, the right. Focal point of the color. Yeah. So Trying anyway. to give your gals some atten- uh show off your gals, huh? That sounds like they're, I'm. They're, saying- they're, they're all guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sausage fest in the fish tank. <laughs> Trying to show you guys off, huh? Show off your gals <laughs> makes me think of a like sh- uh, flashing someone. You trying to flash someone, Travis? Trying to flash your fish? Flash those fish. Uh. Whoop so, uh, that trick. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a train I had to ride out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway dear listener if you're uh you know if you're if you're at all interested in keeping fish or or getting a pet goldfish just uh you know do, do your, your research. research don't Jinx. don't be like don't don't be like me and be out here slaughtering fish <clears throat> by accident so i i i am gonna get some more goldfish though for that 29 gallon tank i'm gonna get two goldfish for that but it's gonna be a while before I set that up because all I have is the the aquarium itself. I gotta get all the other equipment, including a stand, because aquariums are extremely heavy. Oh yeah, <laughs> man! I was helping someone move when I was in my early twenties, and they had an aquarium, and it it was it was probably a twenty nine gallon aquarium, like the long one, and it was so fucking heavy. At first, I'm like, at first I said, I got this. And I picked it up. <laughs> it was just instantly. No, I don't have it. Someone get over here. I'm going to drop this. Dude, when I first got the 10 gallon, I was setting it up in the kitchen. And I don't know. I wasn't thinking. I filled it all the way up. <laughs> put the fish in there everything i'm like all right let me put this where it goes and i went to pick it up i'm like oh shit (laughs) i was able to pick it up but now i'm walking around the house slowly because i don't want to spill water everywhere that just sounds disastrous (laughs) but but like i said guys i uh (laughs) I I went through all of that so you don't have to. So if you ever want to keep fish, just uh, you know, when you go to the fish store, don't buy fish yet. Just just get everything else and and set it up and get you a test kit. Like I said, you can get bottles of of live bacteria that will kind of help jumpstart. And they actually do like sell stuff. Like I said, it's like live bacteria in a bottle where you can buy fish day one and you can put that stuff in there. Um, but it, if you're a novice or if you're new to it, I would suggest don't buy fish until your nitrogen cycle is established. So cautionary tale, when you go to PetSmart and the lady says, you need a bigger tank, you got to listen to her. <laughs> yeah. Get a, get a bigger tank. Get get a bit. Also don't go to PetSmart. Go to, go to your local mom and pop. 
pet store. True. That that was a mistake I made. Um, yeah. Okay, so to wrap this up, I just want to add one more thing because I feel like we're getting long-winded on the fish topic. <laughs> Honestly, I looked at the time, and uh, I was very surprised at how much time went by because I was pretty uh, pretty enthralled by the saga of uh, Travis learning... Killing fish? <laughs> the, <laughs> the saga of uh, Travis slaughtering fish. And and then learning how to actually take care of fish and tanks. Yeah, so like I said, one other thing I want to add is um, one of the most popular fish that is sold are betta fish, which is actually called betta, but... Betta fish. Betta sounds pretty cool, too. Um, but, you know, you go in your fish store and you see them in these little tiny cups, and... Because they sell them in them little tiny cups, a lot of people are under the misconception that you can just put these fish in anything, which it's absolutely not true. They should be treated just like any other fish, and you should put them in in a decent-sized aquarium with filtration and he- with a heater because they are tropical fish. Because some people will buy these these better fish, and they'll put them in like a vase. Or they just put them in like a little cup in, on their desk or something. And like, yeah, they might survive, but are they like living a happy life? You know? Are their organs going to burst through, <laughs> through right. their scales? Right. And so, like I said, because they're one of the most popular fish that a lot of people get, I would just say if you're interested in getting one of them, at least get a five-gallon aquarium. And also do not put them with other bettas because they are aggressive. There, there is this misconception that you can't put bettas with anything else. You can keep a betta with other types of fish. You just got to be careful what type of fish you keep them with. But you cannot put them together. They, they will fight. They will be aggressive towards each other. Yeah, because they want to know who's betta. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap on the fish. So, uh, who, who better than better? <laughs> so, so do you want to uh you want to do something we haven't done in like four episodes and take a break? <laughs> no. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, I would like to cuz uh I want to get a little drink, a drinky drink. All right, so we'll take a little bit of break and we'll uh we'll come back. Bye. Bye. I do get the theme song from King of Queens stuck in my head more often than I probably want to admit. Damn, how does that go? <laughs> don't do it, Travis. Gonna, yeah, don't do it. Cause are you going to make me sing it? Head. No, because that's going to be stuck in my head. Freaking. Go ahead. No. My eyes are getting weary. <laughs> my back. <laughs> my back is getting tight. <laughs> Didn't they reboot that? I think they did a show with Kevin James and Leah Remini that wasn't King of Queens. It was a totally separate show. Okay. Which is honestly insane to me. (laughs) Wasn't she in Scientology or something? Yeah. She got out of it, though. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. My back is getting tight. All right, that's enough.
All right, we're back. We're back. So right now you're thinking, man, that was a lot of talk about fish, and I liked it. I hope you guys don't start talking about video games anymore. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about video games. We're going to talk about some video games. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're saying, oh, man. Or you're you're either thinking that or you're like, God, I, I, I listen to these guys for video game content. I don't want to hear this shit about fish. No, I think people are stoked to learn things. I like to think so. And now they're just like, <sighs> video games again. Justin, why don't you read a fucking book? And I say, all in due time, dear listener. That's a callback to episode two. Because <laughs> <laughs> you did say I need to read a fucking book. All in due time, my friends. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we are going to talk about video games. But specifically, I'm going to talk about my current obsession with Game Boys. The Game Boy line, which includes... The original, the Game Boy Pocket, they did release what's called a Game Boy Light in Japan, uh, which North America did not get. We did get the Game Boy Color and then the Game Boy Advance and the Advance SP. I am currently obsessed with all of the Game Boys. A side note, I do love when people uh, refer to Nintendo DSs as the Game Boy DS. That just makes me laugh. Uh, I never heard that. Uh, yeah. Uh, That's a new one for me. I just saw it on a Facebook Marketplace post. Oh, God. Like, I think well, yesterday. Well, I am glad to hear that you're not on Craigslist and you're on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I had to retire the Craigslist kid. Uh, I'm like the Facebook fucker. Phony. <laughs> Facebook phony baloney. Yeah, so I was really into completing my Pokedex on Pokemon Red, which I did, and I got a diploma uh, in the game that that said, congratulations, Brian. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I still don't understand why I named my character Brian, but <laughs> uh, whatever. And now I'm full swing into uh, into Game Boy. I played through The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Uh, I am currently playing Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga for the Game Boy Advance. I have bought two Game Boy Pockets. And I bought an additional Game Boy Advance original model, the wide uh, one. When I was in Chicago a few months ago, and my friend Holly, shout out to Holly, bought a... Game Boy Advance, the wide model, during pandemic, like early pandemic, to play some games that she liked as a child, and then didn't play it anymore, and she just gave it to me. She said, "Oh, that's cool." She said, "I don't really play this, so do you want it?" That's that was really nice because those things are expensive, and uh, which is a totally another a total other topic that I don't even want to get into because I've been deep into looking on eBay and Facebook Marketplace for retro video games and consoles, and it's pissing me off. Pissing me off! <laughs> and, and uh, so yeah, I won't get into that. But anyway, it was really nice for her to just give me a Game Boy Advance. So thank you, Holly. Yeah, shout out to Holly. Yeah, so 
I do plan to buy another Game Boy Advance SP and then two original Game Boys, one being the original uh, gray model uh, and another being the uh, the colored Game Boys. That sounds racist. Uh, the play it, <laughs> the play it loud campaign Game Boys that feature various colors, like radiant red, vibrant yellow, uh, gorgeous green, and my favorite, the high tech transparent. Which, you know, I saw a meme recently on the interweb that said. We need to start bringing back the 90s style aesthetic where things were just clear and see-through. And I totally agree. Because yeah. they look great. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the last... I know PlayStation, or Sony rather, they did that with uh, DualShock 4s. They had a few different colors. And like they had ones that are, were exclusive at different stores. I think I had the red translucent one. I think actually somebody got it for me for Christmas. Nice. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. The, the, Nintendo should bring those back. I see, like, like you can get like the shells for like your Nintendo Switch, and you can like sw- like switch out the Joy Cons, but then you gotta like take it completely apart. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of afraid of that. So uh, yeah, same. This is actually so, yeah. why. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say yeah, bring it back. Bring it back, guys. I want some. Tr- I want some clear, see through consoles. I want consoles in multiple colors. And I want weird ass colors too. Like orange yep. and purple. Yep. And uh yeah. But actually, speaking of modding consoles, this is actually why I bought multiple Game Boys was because I want to learn how to solder <laughs> for the strict purpose of putting in backlit screens and new screens into these old Game Boys. So maybe one day I'll I'll do that. So I'm buying multiple ones so I can uh, have one that I could potentially mess up. And then hopefully I mm-hmm. learn from it and I do it right the next time. Right. Or I do it right both times and then uh, I'll have two and sell them or I don't know. Maybe I'll give one away. Y'all nerds want a Game Boy? <laughs> if you want a Game Boy, say Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually never owned a Game Boy. That is insane to me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I said it in an episode, but yeah, the Game Boy has always eluded me. Always wanted one. I remember our neighbor next door uh, growing up, he had a Game Boy Color. I just remember really wanting one. Was it the atomic purple, the clear, the see-through purple one? No, I think it was the yellow one. Oh, okay. But yeah, I I, I really wanted one and uh, <clears throat> got a Game Gear <clears throat> that I never played. Got a Game Gear with hopefully twelve batteries. Right. <laughs> I I don't think I I think I played it so little that I never killed the batteries. <laughs> I have a very vivid memory of my brother owning uh my brother owning a game gear and me sitting by an outlet with the uh with it plugged into an AV uh adapter just like very close just very close to this outlet playing game gear. I actually have two memories that are very similar. 
that one with the Game Gear, and then I remember waking up on a Saturday at 7 o'clock in the morning, going downstairs, sitting by an outlet with my... <laughs> with an AV... Uh, with a power adapter plugged into my Game Boy Color and beating Pokemon Red. Nice. And just saying, yeah, this is the life. <laughs> life life don't get better than this, baby. Sadly, that might be true. So uh um, anyway, that's wild. Because you never own a game a Game Boy. I will one day though. I'll I'll eventually uh find one. So I don't know if we had an original Game Boy, like the big thick boy. The thick, mm-hmm. thick Game Boy. I do remember my older brother owning a Game Boy Pocket, and it was the ice color. It was, uh, it was blue, but it kind of had like a, like a sort of sparkle to it. Which actually I found is one of the ones that I purchased. I was at a disc replay, and they had it, and I looked at it, and I said, "This is mine," and I bought it. And then I bought a black Game Boy Pocket as well from someone off Facebook Marketplace. Okay, <laughs> I don't think I told you about this, but I bought. So I, I've been you know messaging people about buying Game Boys on Facebook Marketplace and various other game consoles as well as games for various systems Mm -hmm. uh the interactions i've had have been wild oh yeah for example i messaged a woman she was selling paper mario the thousand year door for gamecube and Uh i was like that game is so expensive but i want it so i asked her how much it was. She said, make me an offer. That's, I fucking hate when people do that shit. I hate that. And you know what else I hate? Like, when you're trying to sell something on Facebook and someone writes you, what's the lowest you'll take for it? Yeah, that's annoying too. Just come at me with a number. Yeah, my response is always like, hey, you know, I think I think the price that I listed at is fair, but I'm open to offers if you would like to make one. And then they never make one. It's like, what? Okay, what do you expect the answer to be? (laughs) Right. I listed the thing for the price that I think it's valued at. Or, you know, maybe I listed it a few dollars, you know, a couple more dollars than what I think it is so that, no, there's wiggle room to negotiate. Whatever. But that's just like, if I list the thing for $200 and you say, what's the lowest you'll take for it? Oh, I'll take 50 No, I want $200. I hate that. If you're selling a good online, you should have a price in mind. And if... Exactly. <laughs> it shouldn't be my job to cough this price out of you. Just straight up tell me what you want for it. Because I'm most more than likely going... If you say make me an offer, I'm going to lowball you all day. because 50 cents. I'll come get it right now. <laughs> because it's that's just absurd that people expect me to carry the, the conversation about this product. So anyway, she said, make me an offer. I'm like $80. I was like $90. And then she n- never responded. And oh deleted the post, put it back up. I said, hey, I literally, I was so petty about this. I messaged her again and was like, hey, I messaged you before and you never got back to me. 
I see that you're selling it again, so I want to know how much you want for it. And if you're willing to set, because it was in a group of uh, games, and I asked if she was willing to separate it, and she said, "No, thank you." I hate that. You know what else I hate? Because like I've I've got a few things listed on Facebook Marketplace. I hate when someone will write like or they'll click that button that says like to request if it's available or not. So like I'll get the message. And it'll say, hey, is this available? And I'll press yes. And then that's it. That I never hear from that person <laughs> again. I get like 30 of those a day. To the point where like, I'd rather just throw this thing in the trash than deal with this shit. Yeah. So I found, okay, so then I found someone selling some Game Boys for very cheap. Nice. So I message the guy and... We work out uh, when we're going to meet, where we're going to meet, you know, all that. Mm. I'm a little late meeting at the spot because we had a heat wave uh, over here in in good old Michigan that uh, caused some stoplights around me to stop working. So it was kind of like, you know, a four-way intersection, but with a lot more cars. And... You know, that that tied me up a bit. And also, I woke up a little late. And uh, I was... To be fair, though, I was only five minutes late to the meeting. So, I messaged the person saying, Hey, I'm on my way. I'm going to be five minutes. I get there. There's no one in the church parking lot. I waited 30 minutes. No one came. So, I was like, okay. That's another thing, too. Like, I'm totally fine with a seller being like, hey, I found someone else that I'm going to sell this to, and they're going to get here faster, so I'm going to sell that to them. That's totally fine. Like, yeah. But at least fucking tell me that that mm-hmm. is happening. Especially if we're going to meet. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I just said, all right, well, looks like he sold it to someone else. Drove back home. As soon as I got home, got a message from him. Hey. I'm like, this motherfucker. Then he said, my dog got cut on the nose. I had to take it to the vet. And I'm like, okay. So when do you want to meet? 6 p.m. I said, okay. So I I go out and about. I'm kind of just, you know. I'm basically buying time until 6 so I can meet the guy. It's like 4 the guy messages me, hey, I'm not going to be able to meet because I got stuff to do with my dog, but I will leave it in a plastic bag for you by the lo- spot where we agreed on, and you can just leave the money somewhere. Like, That's very trusting. Okay. Then this guy sends me a, p- <laughs> a picture of a rock on the ground next to a shed. Just a picture of a rock. Next to a shed. And I said, what is this? <laughs> and he said, this is where I'm going to put the games in a plastic bag and you can just place the money under the rock. And I said, okay. I had already figured it out before he informed me of what this picture was, but I was still very confused when receiving a picture of a rock from a stranger on the internet. 
This is the rock I'm going to bludgeon you with when you show up here. <laughs> this is the rock I'm going to bust your ass with for being five minutes late earlier. <laughs> so then I'm heading to the spot. He's already said that he's not going to be there to meet. He's just going to leave it. So I'm taking my time. I'm not like, you know, I'm not trying to be very punctual because I'm not meeting anyone. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> this dude messaged me about eight times and said, are you on your way? Are you almost there? Are you still coming? Are you still going to pick up the games? I'm like, I just said, are, are we meeting? <laughs> are we meeting? He said, no. And I said, okay, I'm on my way. Went to the spot. The games and the two Game Boys were in plastic bag. I left the money in the plastic bag, un in a plastic bag under this rock. And that was it. And I took pictures of it because the last thing I want to do is, you know, I mean, I guess there's not really anything that person could do, but the last thing I want is for this person to say, hey, you didn't pay me. So I took a picture right. of the money and me putting it into the bag and then me putting the bag under the rock. That guy was very trusting. It was very strange. Maybe it sounds to me like he was just kind of like sketched out about meeting someone in public because if you drove to the place to leave the games and you, you could have drove there to meet you i honestly think he lives it was because it was near a church i think he lives in the house next to the church <laughs> now i'm just imagining him just like peeking up yeah just watching, watching. <laughs> which in that case like why didn't i mean okay well maybe not because he didn't want to like give you his address but you could have just like left it on the porch no <laughs> He said, no, it's that is honestly like a really weird <laughs> exchange. <laughs> yeah, it was it was extremely weird. And then, yeah, I've had uh, experiences where like I messaged someone today about buying a Game Boy Advance SP and they were like, I'll just leave it on my porch. And you can set the money there. I'm like, like that. I get. Yeah, that makes more sense than. Hey, I'll leave it by a rock. That was the best deal we, I got though. So Right. When we moved into this uh into this apartment, the couch that we had was a little bit too big for the space, so we were trying to get rid of it. So eventually I finally found someone to come and get it. So these you know, these two like big dudes come to pick it up. Cause like I told the guy, I was like, Look, I can't help you load it up. I got my daughter. I can't help you load it up. You gotta bring somebody with you. So he brings, I think, with his son. Like, they're two big dudes, right? And they were trying to get this couch out the front door, and they were having the hardest time. And they were like, man, how'd you get this in here? I'm like, I don't know, but I got it in here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you a weak, you a weak motherfucker, you know that? Man. Yeah, meeting meeting people on Facebook Marketplace is weird very odd interactions meeting strangers on the internet this year yeah you might you might want to you know get you a taser or something <laughs> i'm gonna get some pink pepper spray there you blast go them blast them up blast them motherfucker
So, so what games did you get from the guy? I got Tetris for the Game Boy, uh, Pac-Man Collection for the Game Boy Advance. So, so where would you suggest someone like myself who's got zero experience with the Game Boy? Like, where where should I start? In terms of where to find one, or and or which model? Like, yeah, like which model, which one? Yeah, which model? What games? Like, wh- where? Would, I I feel like you got a pretty good sense of like my taste in games. Just honestly, pretty shitty. But, <laughs> um, I if I were you, I would get a Game Boy Advance SP, uh, okay. because that has the front lit uh screen. And the rest, the uh, the previous models don't have any uh, light. They they aren't lit. The screens aren't lit at all. So that's why they came out with all those accessories for Game Boys, where it'd be it would be a light hovering over your Game Boy, playing underneath your uh, bed sheets. But the Advance, the the first model Advance, the wider one is more comfortable to play. But, you know, you sacrifice not being able, only being able to play it in the daytime, you know, in certain lights. This person is selling a Game Boy Color with Pikachu, uh, Pokemon Special Pikachu Edition for $85. Pokemon games are always going to be at least $40. This dude is selling the original Game Boy for $80. Mm. It actually looks like to be in pretty good condition. It's the... The gray model one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the bad thing about, you know, consoles in general is you're going to spend some money on it. Oh, yeah. I remember from a few months ago when I got my GameCube. Yeah. How much did you buy that for? Um, I think, I think the GameCube itself was 65. Honestly, it, it that's not bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. Um, yeah, it was like 65 bucks. And then I got a Mario Kart Double Dash for 60. With the bonus disc, right? Yeah, yeah. And I really wasn't mad at that either because I was in in really good condition. Yeah, that's that's a good find. I bought my GameCube, my second GameCube, for $50. That was like six or seven years ago. But now they're probably at least 100. Yeah. I know I spent. $50 $50 on my original Xbox and then it didn't work. <laughs> and then I fixed it. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's Which sweet. I literally did nothing but What did you end like, up doing? You put a paper clip in there? No. <laughs> There's like a common issue I, with X, original Xbox models where like the disc where the disc tray won't open yeah. and so you yeah. you literally have to put like a paper Unfold a paperclip and put it in this little butt like slot, and it'll pop open. Yeah, I think it's the um, yeah. There's like three different uh DVD drives, depending on which model Xbox you get. I had the one that had what was supposed to be the best disc drive in it, and um, I mean it. It turned out to be fine. It just needed to be cleaned. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because I would I would put the disc in and. Nothing would happen. It wouldn't even spin. But um, and it had trouble opening too. So I just I took it apart. I just ordered like the 
the screwdriver set that you needed to pop it open. And I uh, took it apart, cleaned it up, and then it, it's worked fine since. Played Halo on it. And I haven't played it since, <laughs> unfortunately. It's still packed away. That and my GameCube is still packed away, sadly. Well, now you can be in now you can start the process of unpacking, getting all those things out. Yeah. So yeah, I would suggest going with a uh Game Boy Advance SP. Cause because you can play Game Boy Advance and Game Boy and Game Boy Color games on them. And you can play them in the dark. Uh and then if you want to uh get some more Game Boys, you know. Yeah, I definitely eventually one day just want to get a Game Boy Color. Just like to have it. Right. As just like just a piece to like put on the shelf, really. That's pretty much why I want all the models of Game Boy. Sure. To just display them in a game room one day. And uh that's a that's another one the Game Boy line that would be in my top consoles, I I think. Game Boy rules. Uh so yeah. Game Boys are good. Um I've been playing a lot of Game Boy games. I beat Drill Dozer, which is an interesting title. It's made by a game freak who makes Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a bigger cartridge and basically has a rumble pack in it, you know, in the cartridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you play as a thief who uses her drill to drill into buildings and then make her way to the, the treasures and then steal them. The L and R buttons you use to drill forwards and backwards and the rumble pack, you know, makes it shake, makes your console shake. So it's cool. It's a good game. It's short, but it also is kind of frustrating in, (laughs) in like a classic, like original Nintendo entertainment system way where it's just, you have to be very precise with jumps and timing of when and where you drill. So that was kind of frustrating, but I did beat it. And, uh, yeah, I beat Minish Cap, which rules. The game is so good. Very gorgeous game. The sprite work is incredible. Uh, now I am playing Mario's Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, which also is a beautiful game. And it is hilarious. Like, actually funny. I just got to this part this morning where you're on a ghost ship that's in a desert. And the crew is made up of all skeletons. And all of them complain about not being on the ocean. And so there's a part where you you intentionally blow up a portion of the ship to get something. And a bunch of sand rushes into the ship and pushes it out of the desert into the ocean. One of the crew members goes to the captain. There's a little cutscene. He goes to the captain and says, We finally reached the ocean. We're on the we're on water. And then it shows another cutscene where the boat is going through the water and you see you see a character go onto the deck and like jumping for joy, celebrating. <laughs> and then the ship hits a rock and <laughs> sinks to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I was not prepared for that at all and just burst out laughing. And then you never see any of these people again so far. Uh, there's another great moment where uh, Mario and Luigi get separated and you have to work your way back to each other and when they when they get back together 
there's there is voice acting in this game. It's very limited, but there is. So like, you know, they'll say each other's names and like, oh yeah, and stuff like that. And so they get back together, and Mario's like Luigi. <laughs> Luigi's like Mario, and then they hug. <laughs> they hug and then they keep going about their journey and it was just very heartwarming i audibly awed was was just like oh little brothers love each other so yeah that my i am currently obsessed with game boy i actually i actually bought a little trinket i guess device that plugs into your computer you place your Game Boy games into it and you can copy save files from your Game Boy games and like, you know, back them up or put them, you know, if you have ROMs on your computer, you can transfer over your save file from your Game Boy cartridge to, you know, the ROM file and keep playing on the computer. Oh yeah, you're really into this. Yeah, it's it's starting to become a problem. I originally bought it because because of Pokemon Red. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I worked way too hard to get this Pokedex complete, and I do not want I do not want to lose this because I will never ever play this game all the way through again ever if that happens. Right. So I originally bought it to you know, back up that save file. And then, you know, I had the thought of, oh, I could do that with all the other games I'm playing. <laughs> and uh, I haven't done it yet because I'm waiting on some, uh, <laughs> so nerdy. I'm waiting on some isopropyl alcohol so I could clean all my cartridges before I place them in this little device so that there is less less likelihood of my files being corrupted. I also bought a Game Boy camera, which is great because it's very shitty picture quality that you take on your Game Boy, which is very appealing to me. And, and okay. So I bought it at a store at a shop and Uh I was talking to the worker and he told me that he took it to a concert he said he took it to a concert to take pictures of the band he was seeing with it. And the security guard at asked him to, you know, take everything out of his pockets. And he took his Game Boy and Game Boy camera out. And the guy asked him what it was. And he said he told him. And the security guard asked him why he would bring it. Just like, why? Why? <laughs> why are you bringing that? Right. And he's just like, mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, oddly enough, here's here's what is what fills my brain. I remember the commercial for Game Boy Camera from 1998. It's like a little jingle where they sing the song about Game Boy Camera, and it goes like, uh, "What what's that one line? Uh, one of the lines is." Where's your sense of humor? There's a rumor. Laughter's on its way. Smile. You've got Game Boy Camera. Another line is like, it's fun to look at yourself like other people do. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is what fills my brain. This is what my brain is is full of. Just just TV show theme songs like the King of Queens and commercial jingles. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's okay. I still have um I still have uh quotes from Sleepaway Camp stuck in my head. <laughs> you little chicken shit. <laughs> Eat shit and die, Justin. <laughs> Eat shit and live, Travis. Travis, <laughs> what was that line? Uh, okay, I have to look this up. Luckily, I saved it on my phone. Luckily, I saved quotes from Sleepaway Camp on my phone. Holy shit. So I just looked up the... Um... <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised, but I looked up the Game Boy camera and how many megapixels it is. <laughs> it is 0.014 megapixels. Travis over here. This guy blows dead dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Game Boy camera blows dead dogs. Let's see. Yeah, man. Uh, the, the original model Game Boy is cool. Uh, the green screen is kind of an eyesore. <laughs> so, I would, uh, like I said, I would suggest the Game Boy Advance SP front-lit or back-lit models. I don't know if there's okay. a price difference between them, but I assume there is. Yeah, it, it allows you to play all the all the Game Boy games. Not the Game Boy DS. Got to buy a Game Boy DS to buy uh, to play those. My favorite thing about Game Boy, <laughs> my favorite thing about Game Boy Advance is, so it released in two thousand one. It was discontinued. Oh, okay. So Game Boy Advance came out in two thousand one. Nintendo DS came out in two thousand four. So there's three years where Game Boy Advance was alone. There were there was a re a remodel of it during that time, and then the DS lasted from two thousand four until like two thousand eleven, you know, eleven or thirteen. Even the original plan was for the the DS to just yeah be a third be tier. Like, be, yeah, yeah. So that didn't really work out. Well. Not as a third tier. I mean, obviously, it was a successful console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's... They probably knew, because they put a Game Boy Advance cartridge slot in the DS. At least the original two models, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just funny that they're like, no, man, we're going to sell three consoles at the same time. Oh, it was 2011. Yeah, so... Seven years, the DS was out and the Game Boy Advance was out for three years before the DS, you know, showed up. So a very strange time for Nintendo. Yeah, man, Game Boys are good. I'm really into them. Uh, eventually I want to, uh, make some modifications to them and then, yeah. Nice. Well, well, maybe, uh, maybe one day I'll, uh, one day down the line, I'll I'll pick one up and I'll I'll join you in the obsession. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. 
Maybe I'll learn how to mod one and be like, here you go, little Travis. <laughs> little Travis. Hey, li- oh, hey, hey, little Travis. <laughs> Would you like a Game Boy? <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? No! <laughs> All right, well, we uh, we got a little announcement. Oh, yeah. Well, two, technically, but we'll do the first yeah. one. In our Sleepaway Camp episode, we said we would give out a copy of the Blu-ray Collector's Edition of Sleepaway Camp to the very first person who commented on either our Twitter or Instagram, because none of you have. Why not? Why haven't you? We only ask you in the outro of every episode to let us know what you're nerding out about. Why don't you talk to us? And you know what? The winner didn't even tell us what he's been nerding out. Yeah, he just said first. <laughs> so you went on a technicality. <laughs> he just said first. We do have a winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It is Jonathan Presley, who is a professional wrestling manager and the CEO, founder, and owner. I think all those are exactly the same title, but it makes it more important when you say all three. It makes it seem yeah. more important. The CEO, founder, and owner of JP Investments. You know, Jonathan Presley, he's a dastardly devil, a gutless coward, a misogynistic prick. <laughs> but fair is fair. He commented first, so he wins the copy. And... uh Regardless of all that, we appreciate Jonathan Presley. Oh, you know what? Another thing. An- before before I say something good about Jonathan Presley, let me say something bad about Jonathan Presley. He owns his own company. He can afford his own copy of Sleepaway Camp. He wants the poor <laughs> to pay more taxes, <laughs> and that and that isn't right. So, but I'm a man of my, we're men of our word and we're going to supply a rich man with more, with more possessions. That being said, thank you, Jonathan Presley for listening to the show. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, and you can expect that copy in about 200 business days. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get it to you when we get it to you, huh? (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we we hope that we hope that you guys continue to engage with us on whatever social media you choose. Yeah, I think right now we only have Twitter and Instagram, but that is correct. But you know, it'd be cool if you guys. It'd be cool if you talk to us. Why don't you talk please to talk. us? Please, please talk to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, we always say, "Tell us what you're nerding out about." Tell us. We want to know. And also, like, it can be anything. I, I just sat here and nerded out about fish. Like, you can literally nerd out about anything. Yeah, that's the beauty of, you know, this show. Anything that you're into is nerdy, and that's cool. Yeah. So uh, so we're giving away a copy of Sleepaway Camp, which is a horror movie. It sure is. It's kind of fitting, because, you know, we're... We're getting we're getting close to October. Yeah, the spooky season. And uh like I said, we ha- we have an announcement. We have uh we have some plans for October. We sure do. 
Travis, you wanna wanna tell everybody what our plans are? Oh yeah, so we are going to be dropping five episodes in a row every week, every Monday, leading up to October thirty first, Halloween. What, Travis? You mean we're gonna Nerds Collide is gonna ha- <laughs> is gonna <laughs> upload an episode every week in October? Every, yep. So <laughs> every every single week, five weeks straight, you're gonna get an episode, a brand spanking new episode. Of Nerds Collide, and they are all going to be, um, you know, spooky themed or or how ha- not necessarily Halloween themed, but they got an element of the season, you know. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be spooky, horror filled. There you go. He gets it. He, you know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> I understood the assi- I understood the assignment. <laughs> what is that from? Why do I know hey. this? That is a TikTok song? I don't know. Because I, I don't came know. up with it. <laughs> but yeah, guys. Because so I made the lesson beginning... plan. <laughs> God damn it. So be- <laughs> the beginning on October 3rd is going to be the first. Uh, so the official title is Nerds Collide Five Weeks of Halloween. Five Weeks of Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> So beginning on Monday, October 3rd, is going to be the first episode, and then every Monday, again, leading up to October 31st, which really worked out perfect that Halloween landed on a Monday. It really did. And we and we get five of them, so we get to do five episodes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Usually we obviously do bi-weekly uh, releases, yep. but you know this will be an exciting and challenging task to... Release an episode every week. Yep, it's uh, you know, it it's gonna serve a few purposes. I mean, obviously, I, I've said it on the podcast before. I absolutely adore this time of year. I I just moved into this place, and my Halloween decorations are already up. <laughs> They're up. The entire house is decorated for Halloween. I'm excited about it. When we started this podcast, this was we we've been talking about this and kicking around this idea for a while, and uh, I'm excited to actually uh, move forward with it. Yeah, and then it's also you know we get to we get to test ourselves to see you know if we can pump out an episode every week. Yep, like I said, it'll be a challenge, but it's an exciting one. Yeah, so stay tuned for more details. Um, I'm not going to tell you what what the topics of the episodes are going to be about, but uh, yeah, so it'll be a surprise. Yes, yeah, it'll be it'll be a Halloween treat. Uh, for all of you list all you dear listeners. We, uh, you know, this show is, we just talked about fish. We can talk about video games. We can talk about movies, podcast, other podcasts. We can talk about whatever. So, yep. Whatever our little hearts desire. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So like I said, stay tuned for details and, and just get, you know, get ready to, to celebrate Halloween with us. Yeah. Get ready to get your pants scared off. Yeah, get get your pumpkin spice and and your Halloween costume ready. <laughs> so yep, October third uh, will be the start of five weeks of Halloween. Nerds collide. Present nerds. We present nerds. <laughs> nerds collide. Presents nerds. Nerds the candy. <laughs> Is that what you're handing out on Halloween? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I mean, I don't dis. Oh, I don't man. dislike nerds, but 
Uh, my favorite, all maybe I'll just I'll stop right here because we we'll get into you know we'll get into some of our past Halloween experiences and our favorite things about the season. But uh, yeah, but I'm you know I'm just thinking. I'm not going to be able to hand out candy this year. And it's such a missed opportunity. I could have just handed out nerds. Dang. Think of the content I could have created with that. Yeah, you could have made TikToks where you're just dropping them into... I'm never making a TikTok ever. We're going to... I think we're going to have to make a TikTok for the show. To keep up with the young folk. (laughs) Maybe. It's going to (laughs) be... If I ever have a TikTok, it's going to be me posting little snippets of game content like really really dumb things (laughs) where like i have this clip saved in my phone of me playing legend of zelda Link's awakening for the game boy and you get a fire rod and you can shoot fire out of it there's a dog in the the major town that you go to very often and at some point i just was like i'm gonna shoot a fireball at this dog and I did. And he died. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> so, yeah. If we ever have a TikTok, that's going to be the content that you're... <laughs> you you can come to expect. You'll come to love and enjoy. <clears throat> We're really excited to uh, release an episode every week. It's going to be challenging, but hopefully it'll be rewarding. I just can't wait to talk about spooky stuff. Spooky stuff. Yeah. We're going to talk about all sorts of... I am concerned that those episodes might go like three hours long because I, I can talk my little heart out about spooky stuff. I'll keep you in check. I'll be like, shut up. And then that'll be the end of the episode. Shut up. You got to give me a look. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if I could just kept looking at you. You just kept talking. <laughs> I, I start looking at you the same way while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let me tell you about my let me tell you about my favorite Halloween timeline. Uh, oh, good man. shit. Yeah. All right. So we are. We're at about two hours. Yeah. I could talk more about Game Boys, but I won't. We're done here. (laughs) Get out. Get out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what time is it? Oh, nice. Good timing. I got to go to work. Yeah. Jerk. Uh, Yeah. All right. (laughs) That was a good laugh. So anyway, thanks for listening. You know, I hope you, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you are looking forward. Well, we hope you are looking forward to the five weeks of Halloween. It's going to be an exciting time. I'm very excited, as you can tell. (laughs) I really am. (laughs) I'm very excited. I'm excited. Can't you tell? Obviously, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you to Jonathan Presley. That bastard <laughs> son of a bitch we should block him <laughs> we should send him a letter we should in- uh, we sh- we, <laughs> we should enclose a letter uh 
And when he opens it, it just says fuck off in big letters. <laughs> fuck off, prick. Um, oh, man. Anyway, thank you to Jonathan Presley for commenting on our Instagram. Your Sleepaway Camp Collector's Edition is on its way shortly. <laughs> Obviously, we would like, you know, if you if you would like, you can always comment on our Instagram, Nerds Collide Pod. We have a Twitter under the same name, Nerds Collide Pod. Tell us what you're nerding out about. And again, it can literally be anything. Yeah, it could be anything. It could be anything. I need friends. I need friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it'll be it'll be nice to engage with our listeners, so Yeah, for sure. Anyway, again, thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And just remember, the term nerd is rated E for everyone. Find your passion, embrace it, and be the nerd that you are. Bye.